Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, guys, or wait, wake, wake and vape. We could do that as well, huh? You got a little vape talk on episode 424, Wake and Bake America. So yeah. we are doing a little waking and vaping. You're vaping right now, huh? With your, your source there. Dude, this thing's nice, man. Come on. That's the, I'll, I'll shout out right to the Orb 4 right there, man. They made a new one. I think this is an Orb 4. I'll have to see what they're calling this one. But that thing's cool as hell, man. A little pull off top. So, source vapes in the house, guys, man. Don't know, like Scotty's using. You've been using it probably for. I know since I last saw you at Red Rocks is when I first saw it. So for about a week now, and when you, I know when you use those things, you use them hard. So uh, you're giving it a full approval. Other than you'd like to have it to maybe have some type of uh, little thing to get the the shatter or the concentrate out of the cap. I ain't giving this one no. I, I can't say they can improve this at all, man. It's great. It's got a little uh, spot. <laughs> Excuse me. It's hard. Spot on the bottom where you can keep your dabs. You know, a couple hours. When are you going to give me mine? Yeah, I know you just said, oh, they sent me too. Um, <laughs> that was so, a joke. So. It was a joke. Okay. okay. You got to come I hang out with me, man. I will. I will. We'll be hanging out. Guys, if you don't know who we're talking about, Source Vapes, sourcevapes.com. Um, you can hang out over there. Use coupon code DUDE. Get a discount on your Source Vapes. Help support the Dude Grow Show. And uh, yeah, enjoy. We've been using them for over maybe a couple of years now. Um, and I think that one you got is definitely going because it's stout and sturdy, going to be the most durable. Those other longer ones sometimes with the long battery, if I had it in my pocket, granted I was crashing on a snowboard, I'd break the battery. <laughs> yeah, so. this is they really smart with what they did here, man. They designed it short and fat with a lot of power and uh, definitely dig. Good job, Source Vapes. Word. Well, today, guys, we are going to be uh, talking about a little bit of this and that, what's going on, Grow Talk. Um, and yeah, just to give you a preview of the show, I'll do one more shout out here. Just lo- local cats, Colorado Magic Board. Scotty's got one in his, uh, his X-Grow. Can I call it your X-Grow? Uh, uh, no, yeah, I guess so. It'll soon be getting used again, man. No problem. Not my X-Grow, <laughs> man. I just had to put everything on hiatus for a little bit, man. Well, I got the G-Man off my back. The G-Man? Yeah, man. I got the G-Man hanging out, taking pictures of, of my spot, man. Can't have that. Gotcha, gotcha. But check them out, guys. Uh, making awesome. If you're running 2,000 watts plus, anything in that arena, if you will, uh, these things are awesome. Way to have everything safe. Built-in smoke detector. Um, all the, like, I don't know, it's a way to do it instead of just, like, hacking into your laundry, which is what we used to do. Be like, is there a dryer outlet there we can use? Well, I mean, you can do it. It can can be as simple as plugging, you know, these guys will make you a board that has a plug that goes right into a 50 amp dryer outlet or something. So you just unplug it and take it. The point is, it's all rated, you know, rated, I can't remember what, there's some electrical standards, ANSI or something like that, but they're all, all, uh, two electrical standards. So if, um... You know, if uh, what, what am I thinking? Say uh, an outlet burns out. Well, you can just unscrew that outlet. Go, you know, if you have to replace the wire, replace the wire. But you can go to the Home Depot, find another, you know, UL listed outlet, and put it back in there. So it's kind of a lot different than you go get one of these boards made from China, and uh, something breaks in it. It's all kind of connect- oh, interconnected. Yeah. you're kind of screwed. 
Yeah, like the cheapest lightning boxes out there, like the plastic casing that'll do like a four lighter, four light, four out box. That's almost, and there's they're about some of them are like under two hundred dollars. I think that's looked at. That's what you're talking about, like a disposable. Um, yeah, when something goes wrong, it's done fried light box. Yeah, yeah. That. There's no interchangeable parts, man. Where's old Eli? Or Colorado Magic in. Board. I'm guessing it's ColoradoMagicBoard.com. I just yell Colorado Magic Board sh- into my phone. They ship everywhere. All right, man. Who is the executive producer today? <laughs> Yo, man. I got to give it up to Dirt Man Dan. Dirt Man Dan's killing it. Some of these memes are fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. Look at this one with the Buick. I put Recharge and Graham's Buick. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, this. man. Just like you said, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's fucking awesome. Oh, you guys. If you want to check these out, hearts and uh or dudegrows.com. Just click on the latest. You'll be able to scroll down to the DGC meme contest. Um, and thanks for getting these. What's up? When were we talking about Johnny Hammersticks? Because we got it right here. Not my chair. Not my problem. No how, no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Hammersticks. Uh, uh, these uh, guys, we're going to bring back a meme contest. What, what have we been doing, man? Should, we'll announce it probably, uh, we'll say tomorrow. Within the next two shows, we're going to have a good meme contest. Yes. We just want to think about it a tiny bit before we actually do it. Yep. Good, <laughs> a good two-second thought. Uh, but uh, thanks again for that. Yeah, awesome Dirt stuff, man. Dan. Thanks, Dirt Man Dan. So... Oh, let me ask you what's uh well i got one thing growing on i'll set it up here if we can get into i think we're at that part where we get into what's growing on i got my i ordered on amazon my volcano kit right you know so i needed a starter set sure. the starter set comes with four pieces it's for those easy valve mouth bags that are already 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 you know what i mean yes and I I uh and then the adapter piece for the volcano. I basically needed everything that hooked onto it because I had misplaced it. So this Amazon store, and I wanted it prime because I needed it. I wanted it for the next show I could do. They just sent it here. If you're in the video show, you can see the volcano box, oh, you know, man. straight plane. And then right here, they just slapped on. This is their shipping label. They didn't wrap the volcano accessory box in anything. And this was just left on my, my doorstep like this as well. It wouldn't fit in my mailbox. Um, and I was like, okay, that's fine with me. I mean, I'm just the best guy you could do that to. I don't really care. Right. Uh, but you can't be sending like plain label volcano. I don't know. It gets stolen most places, man. I don't know. Or yeah, people, I don't know. What, what, it could be Screw a Screw you for judging saw. me. You know, I learned from watching you. Dad. <laughs> um, but anyway, I thought that was kind of cra- crazy, but regardless, now that I got it, I'm going to inflate this bag. Maybe a little, we'll see. Um, and uh, let you tell me what's growing on a little bit too, Scotty. Deal, man. I can tell you right off the bat, I can tell you that uh, I was doing a bunch of uh, vaping. I don't have the vaporizer out today. The sort of, what is it called? The Stores and Bickle. What's it? The Plenty. That thing used to get me so high, and I got really used to it. You know, and it was just like I could smoke all day out of it now, you know, bowl after bowl, and really got used to it. So I put it away and went and smoked a joint. Or I'm sorry, I actually bought a bowl and just brought my bowl outside and smoked it. And yeah. like, man, I was like way different. It was like a different feeling, man. Like there really is a difference. In a bad way? No, it's just different. You're burning different chemicals. Just like um, I think it was Mr. Bowser put up the CBD chart with CBDA and CBD, you know what, or CBD, CBN and uh, all, you know, all these different uh, chemicals. Yeah, that was a cool chart. Yeah, that burn at different uh, temperatures. And I think when you're vaporizing, I think you're only burning a select chemical 
you know, or, or a couple, you know, a couple chemicals. And I think you're leaving a lot there as well. I'm going to be vaping in a moment, Scotty, and I'm putting the volcano to a six and a half. This is the old school one with the knob. What do you recommend? You, did you go up above six and a half? We can go to nine, but that's way too hot. Yeah, kick mine to eleven, homie. I'm gonna take it to six and a half. Anyway, yeah, it is gonna. I'm, that's just another reason I was excited to get this volcano rocking again because there is definitely a difference in highs. I do find saying that a, a clean, at least what I experienced with the volcano, uh, is, and I'm going through flower, is a really good tasting, very smooth, like elevated high, right? Sm- like just a little bit more clarity than if I'm ripping a bong or bowls or jays or whatever. Uh, so I can't believe I had this thing sitting on the shelf for like literally over a year and I haven't used it. Yeah, I Love just it. found like the, you know, just smoking a joint, just going out and smoking a joint gets you really, really baked. You know, it's just kind of, uh, you know, one of those things where you got to vary it, I think. You know, but I just I just saw a difference in it. Dude, I took a, a, a one hit to this morning and it was one of those, and I hadn't smoked yet today. And I got like the corner of the jar where all like the keef had settled down oh, in. Oh yeah, nice. And, like I didn't even think about it. It came, came to bite me a little bit. I was like, dude, why did I get so high? Just took a one hit. What is going on right now? Um, but I'm all good now. My uh, endocannabinoid system is primed. I think it's volcano ready, etc. So <laughs> we should smoke. Speaking of that, you guys, you guys are joking. Endocannabinoid. Pre, I did. I hit that in the endocannabinoid system. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like we should smoke every time, man. Cool. The uh, pre pre show today, guys. It's like you know how you know a weekend just went by, and you'll have like neighbors like, "Hey, Bill, I saw you at the hardware store. Good time." You know, I saw you looking Who'd at that you lumber. See at the dispensary. You and Guru are going to the same uh, dispensary Sunday sale, is what it is, and you yeah. run into each other. It's you... Bogo Dabs Day. What else are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? What's Bogo Dabs? Buy one, one get one. Sap- Buy one, get one. There you go, man. Look at that. I mean, mm. that's the kind of stuff they hook you up with, too. I mean, that's beautiful. What is it? A half gram? No, or it's, what's it's a, a gram. Book? No, yeah. like two grams for like 60 bucks. And, and it's Nug Run, too. They're fucking gorgeous, man. Really good stuff. It's so. Nug Run as well. Full so Nug what, that, Run bra. So this is full Nug Run shatter. Did I go to the dispensary? It's BOGO day. Not only that, man. Full Nug Runs. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, what is that character's name? Spicola or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be the cliche. Fast times. Fast times at Ridgemont. Oh well, yeah, there's Spicoli for you, man. Exactly. But I hear it. Buy one get one. So this is a, a butane shatter f- full nug run. Would that be it? Yeah, really delicious stuff too, man. Let's see what it says. I actually have it right here. It's a Naples cookie shatter, and it is. Seventy-seven point five nine percent THCA. That's some fucking powerful shit, man. So, did you think, look at I the think chart both when of you them are over eighty? I wouldn't want to have, have to talk. THC and THCA, both of them come in over eighty. I wouldn't want to have to talk to a cop right now, man. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, one's pulling yeah. up. <laughs> Not cool. Got the emergency well, escape hatch, bro. How are you guys consuming that? Are you using a little rig? You putting it in the pen? And if you, got you, the if, you if you listeners here. You're right okay, here, so you're dude. Putting... Aren't you? Are you right here? Where are you? Yeah, yeah, over here. Yes, if you were, I would pass this pen to you. So, but are you dab? Do you use the rig too? Like, do you use the butane torch or anything? No, or no. Just, just, just always I got to put it in the source vapes. Is all I did. I've been dabbing okay. it at home. Gotcha, gotcha. Just checking, just checking. If you hear the slightest noise, listeners, because Scotty is really particular about the quality, audio quality in this show. I, I, it's, I'm inflating my my volcano right now. Next show, right I'll pre I'll pre inflate it. <laughs> anyway, 
You can see it coming up. I love it. Everybody likes gonna to have hear it crinkles, just keep creeping. Man. I'm going to keep creaking here. Um, anyway, do my what I have in here. I got a guy that's purple train wreck, by the way. And he's going. Yeah. Uh, he's going, dude. What the fuck? It's like noon, and you haven't uh, smoked a joint. You haven't come out here at the joint yet. Is something wrong? And I had to think about it for a second, man. What was wrong is I ate an edible yesterday again. I like that buzz, man. You just eat an edible, and you can forget. You forget you smoke weed for a while, man. You're just adequately you high for like 12 to 16 hours. I got high school I totally high on Friday from those edibles. Ended up at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant and like ordered one drink. And then after I drank, it was like, wait, I ate a lot of edibles. I probably should... Chill for a little while. Did you, did you get fucked up though? Oh, man? oh yeah. Did you order too much food, man? That's what I would do at the I, Mexican well, restaurant. Well, I ordered too much food and didn't eat all the food I ordered because I ate so many goddamn chips. Yeah, the salsa bar, <laughs> man. It's free. They make the rules. Uh, yeah. Ruins you. Ruins you, I tell you. Yeah, man. All right. What are we doing? Where are we at what here? What the hell does this first thing say? Don't say cannabis in Dubai. I'm pretty sure I can get arrested and killed for saying cannabis in Dubai. I didn't say <laughs> cannabis in Dubai, okay? I didn't. I wouldn't even think. I'm pretty sure thinking about smoking cannabis in Dubai is a jailable offense, sir. This bag is inflated, Scotty, and it's not milky at all, which is fine. Mm-mm. It's actually a uh, dry sift purple uh, train wreck in there. Anyway, um, I'm just smoking it for the turpins. Cannabis. I was, I'm going to take one hit and I'll tell you about cannabis in Dubai. Yeah, man. I could literally see like, dude, you'd have to have fucking so much. Like, I love weed. Love weed. And I wouldn't so bring cannabis good. to Dubai, man. Wait, because you got to think about it. It's a place that alcohol is illegal. If alcohol is illegal there, they're definitely not going to have weed legal. So here's the deal. Holy I hear shit. you. We were just hanging out and uh, with a, a buddy of mine that had, they, have, they have a place in Dubai and they're, um, they're Palestinian, so they go over there and visit and shit. And he was... Uh, talking i was like so what happens with cannabis in dubai man and he's like well you know if you get caught with a tiny bit um yeah basically up to five years in jail and i'm like whoa holy shit and like i found this news story where this they cut they found this one guy who's jailed for four years after customs found cannabis weighing less than a grain of sugar under his shoe and i was like dude oh, do not fuck around sugar under his shoe <laughs> And I'm like, what about, like, you know, what if you're a dealer or something? He's like, well, if you're a dealer and they catch you, you, you kind of just disappear yeah. unofficially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. Wow. Uh, sometimes you forget about, you know, the rest of the world. Alcohol guru is a different thing. Like, you have to get a special license to say you're not a citizen. And you could, there are a few liquor stores, or if you're in a hotel, that, sure. that you can have a bar, it has to be attached to a hotel. Yeah, so but there anyway. they'll kill you. Here they just throw you in a cage. Why do they both sound really bad? <laughs> uh, there's a site I was searching when I searched. I Googled Cannabis Dubai as well, which I'm like, dude, am I going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> yeah, and, what uh, the hell are you trying to do here, dude? You want to disappear? Well, there's a, I think it was Weeby High or something, where it's like one of those sites that tells you, um, it suggests different places in the world to, uh, if you're traveling, to hook up with the, uh, sure. you know, the local people. And what to say, don't Damn, do it. Damn, that got me pretty, a little bit more high. I, this dude, I'm, I just was hitting purple train wreck right. that is a hash out of the volcano. Oh, that's going to get And you. the bag's almost completely clear. Like, it doesn't look like there's anything in it, but it tastes so good. <clears throat> All right. Turn it up to seven, get a secondary burn on it. Anyway, uh, so what else you got going on, man? That was all. I just thought I was remind people that we are, uh, depending where you're at, it could be worse. We're almost free here. We're in the land of the almost free here. Yes. You only get kind of punished here. 
They won't actually whip kind you. Of. Okay. Um, no. Yo, man, I was uh, on Facebook a couple days ago, and I was scrolling down, and there was uh, a question, you know, like one of those Dab Star questions or Hail Mary Jane, like you know, one of the popular sites. And it was, if you could smoke with anybody, who would you smoke with? You guys ever think about that? I'm chilling mm. with Barry O. That Barry O. Barack, Barack Obama? Obama? Yeah. You know, smoke a joint with Barack yeah. Obama? He ain't going to tell you shit, man. What do you think? He's just going to get high and suddenly open up, man? Oh, shit, man. There was this one time I forgot. I'm just doing it for the picture, man. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> but they got to smoke. I, who, who would you do it with, dude? Can you think anybody? I mean, off the top of my head, without thinking hard, I'd go, I'll go with uh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Why not? Yeah, that sounds pretty good, man. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I might have to. Uh, I think Jesus, man. Jesus. I think Rogan would be cool to smoke with, probably. I think uh, David Montgomery, I don't know if he smokes or not, but he'd be cool to smoke with, you know, <laughs> kind of some people that I got some a lot of good information, man. Can't tell you I'm not going to try to get Montgomery baked when he comes out here. What's your goal? I mean, is your goal, your goal, if you're going to smoke with somebody you've always wanted to, to smoke with would be to have a good conversation yeah. and l- would, learn things and well, guru's goal something is just to like get that a picture with him, man. <laughs> Usually just <laughs> a picture opportunity. Man. Oh shit. Yeah, my I I my goal would just millenn- be to hang out and have a good experience, man, an enriching conversation, you know? I heard the millennial code the other day from my buddy Guru does WH six mean anything to you in text code? I have no clue what that oh, means. Man. Guru's proud he's not a millennial. Yeah, I'm not he's that got some kind man. of a theory about himself. I not think WH six is wanna have sex. I was told and I was like, What? Man, they are getting crafty. Anyway. Yeah, I don't get that shit, man. I'm not hip these days, dude. <laughs> dude, I know. You know I how I know I'm book. not hip? Because I went to like a show. I went, you know, my wife wanted to go, and her friends were going out to some show. I went to the Aggie Theater, which is a fun place. And I was like, I seen like, an, it was like a ska band. And I thought to myself, I looked up front, and it looked like they were kind of moshing. And I was like, fuck yeah, all right, man. People still mosh? That's kind of cool. And I went and looked, and it wasn't moshing, man. They were all, like, marching around in a very happy circle. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck has happened, man? Like, That's the sky happy circle uh, march. Yeah, it wasn't a mosh. It was a march, and it wasn't, you know, it was just all happy. And I just couldn't, just, I just don't fit in anymore, man. I think I'm just going to stay home from now on, man. I don't do sky. Do ska bands? Are they? They're not really known for necessarily mosh pits, right? I just maybe, like I said, I maybe this more aggressive like a mosh marching. Pit. I was like, "What the fuck's going on, man? Wow, cool, man! I remember moshing. I used to have a great time moshing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it wasn't moshing. It was happy marching. And like I said, so things are just changing. I'm sure somebody would come on and be like, "Isn't that much nicer than you know punching and shoving people?" And for some reason, no, for me, it's not. <laughs> you know. There was an honesty the in dance. moshing, man. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Funny. Anyway, All that's right, my man. rant. Bro. I'm trying to think. That's your rant. That's your rant. That, All right, we'll we'll roll on then. We'll roll on. <laughs> I was trying to coming off sometimes of a, a super high morning. I'm not fully prepped with my what's going on, but I think we nailed it. I think well, we nailed it. Hey, do you know what's going on with the DGC Fino hunt though? Oh, I don't. Yeah, you know what? Maddie, Maddie MC and, shoot, I can't remember who else it was. Heathcliff, I think, told me about it. 
Ah, God damn it. There's somebody else I'm forgetting, but I don't remember. Is this there smokes a lot? I can't, I can't remember. But somebody was on there, and, and they all got together and are doing a uh, DDC Fino hunt, man. So I uh, was supposed to hang out with Maddie a little bit later today and uh, learn a little bit more about it. So stay tuned. Should have a stone call and uh, maybe even some more information tomorrow or the day after about it. But definitely I know that there's some, a bunch of extra seeds that are Colorado seeds, and uh, we're able to give them away, and uh, we're doing some cool stuff. So it should be neat, man. Not my idea. I'm just hopping on board of this one. Interesting. So it's, you can't. I mean, obviously, if you're pheno hunting, you're dealing with a specific strain to a degree, right? You know, I, mean, I don't know, man. You got to go on the Google Plus group. It's all being done on the Google Plus group, and I'm like I said, I'm supposed to be briefed soon about it. Briefed. All right. Yes, briefed. After you are briefed. I'm debriefing Maddie, who is going to brief me. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. What do you got me? You tired of talking? I was uh, doing some notes here. Right, no. I, was, I was checking out the. Uh, have you ever watched One Straw Revolution? You ever seen that video? Is it? It's called One Straw Revolution. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. It reminds me of like a 1970s or 1980s video, and they go and they interview this like old, like really old timer grower in like a natural gardener in Japan. I want to say he might be in Okinawa, you know, somewhere else like that, but somewhere in in. You know, I think it is Japan, and it's really Masanobu Fukuoka. Yep, yep. And it's really interesting, man. He's like this sustainability guy that kind of did his own thing, where he does ground cover and he tries to disturb the land as little as possible, and which is kind of like a Buddhist thing. And uh, it just was really neat how well he does, you know, and how much you know he talks about how much rice his yields are, you know, he yields and all that. And there's just something to this. making really fertile soil and loading the soil up with or you know organic soil matter was that what it's called soil organic matter i think they call it um and then letting the microbes do their work in there and it it loads the soil up with nutrition enough to get a good yield out of it a good harvest out of it and then by you know refortifying the soil and i know there's a translation of cannabis with this you know it's, no it's pretty sweet i'm looking over here yeah the one star revolution um dot net and uh yeah cool old cat lived like 95 uh old dude in the island over there and yeah what he's doing i mean in a nutshell reminds me scotty of and maybe you could just make fun of me i'm taking it totally out of context like i try to do as little as possible for my, my backyard i have a smaller area that's grass last year we took like a lot of my neighbors, which we've talked about on the show, remove all their leaves from their lawn right. and throw them out and do things. I took all my shit to my backyard, mowed over it a couple of times, and just let it sit there for the winter, et cetera. I don't really fertilize too much except for with like some natural shit. And it seems like the less you do, long story short, to a degree, the more things just keep coming back and establishing themselves and doing well. Uh, it's funny. You really do and, fertilize with natural shit. Like you couldn't pick a more accurate word. <laughs> Chicken, yes, chicken and uh, worm and uh, right. I don't know, not too much else. It's natural shit. It's, I get into it, though, in my head. It's like, and we'll, we'll move on. Uh, but I look over at my neighbor, my neighbor, which everybody's different, and he mows his lawn, he bags it, and then when he's done bagging it, he has to put all that and he's going to put another bags to throw out. Sure. And then, you know, like the stuff that when you mow your lawn or trim and edge and a little bit, you get a little bit of grass in your driveway and your sidewalk. Then he goes around with like a vacuum, like a yard vac and vacuums all that up. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you could leave everything and it would look, you know, and the neighbor next to him completely mulches and his lawn looks just as good. It's like, 
you haven't g- gotten to the point yet where you don't need to remove your grass from your yard. Yeah, man, anyway. I was talking to David Montgomery this weekend. Super cool guy. I called him on the phone. Definitely going to be a cool experience hanging. And he was just, we were just talking about how it's just literally like trading cheap fossil fuels. That if we didn't have cheap fossil fuel, he wouldn't be able to do all that stuff. You know, if gas was $20 a gallon, he wouldn't be mowing his lawn like that. He wouldn't be, you know, using the, the gas leaf blower and all that shit. Um, totally a good point. You know, but we trade cheap. And think about it, it's related, directly related to food because it's, we use natural gas to make, uh, to make uh, those, these hydrocarbons, to make these uh, uh, fertilizers. And just the, the food is directly, che- you know, all the food we eat is directly related to cheap fossil fuels. So if cheap fossil fuel goes up, your price of your food goes up. It's kind of not that cool. Yeah, I mean, there's how many machines are in between? A, a lot. Ton. I mean, between. A lot. Yeah, the, the truck, the truck. I mean, the everything. The only reason it works is because gas is cheap as fuck right now, man. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is another Wake and Bake America. Let's move on to, we got some cannabis grow talk coming up. Yeah. As well as getting into some dank nugs here. Let's see what's over on dudegrows.com. We got some crystal cookies, Fino number one. Don't be confused, Fino number one. Right. Let's see what we got. Fish ganja guy, man. What's up, fish ganja guy? Is day forty-seven a flower? Crystal cookies by in-house genetics. It does look crystal-y. It's really when you look at pictures that we got a lot of good pictures over here, guys. You should check them out. And how far some, especially as a new grower, I didn't know those trikes go out and all over the place. And I mean, not necessarily on stems, but. Trikes that'll just, when you really look heavy at magnification on leaves, the trichomes just spread way out. Beautiful. And it's like all good good stuff. You should capture them all. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Fish Ganja Guy. A thousand nugs for you. And uh, check it all out over on DudeGrows.com. Hit DGC Shop, and you can get into the vault per Scotty's uh, <laughs> The Vault. And uh, nutrients, uh, what do we got in there today? We were featuring the uh, rolling papers. I think mammoth pea rolling I know papers. We got, I know we got Dude Grows rolling papers. I don't know if we have a few mammoth pea rolling papers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of good stuff in there. I know, did we get the, uh, there's some Grow More in there now. The Grow More powders are in there. A lot of good stuff. Check it out. Oh, you got the Grow More powders, like just in the, uh, are they five pounds? Two pounds. I just made two pound gold foil bags, just kind of getting it out there. You know, twenty 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 is what it says on there. Very, very sample like. You know, well, I like kind of thinking about in a very economical way combining those with some of their additives, and you got full on, yeah, full on grow kit, if you will. Definitely, right. definitely. Well, what do you got in your grower's love here with uh, Brown Guy four twenty? Yeah, this was interesting, man. They we just did a this is one of those video breakdowns we did a while ago. Just kind of checked it out. What'd you guys cover? Um, this was one man. I don't remember what we did on this one, man. Honestly, I haven't even looked at this one. But it's a uh, brown guy's like one of those guys that's trying to. He's the he's the no spill guy, you know, trying to uh, um, do it all with gra- uh, ground covers and all that stuff. Yeah. So you know, well, not ground covers, but green, you know, green manures and all that stuff, the natural way. Um, he's not he's not yeah. a bottle guy. So man, I don't even remember this one. But so it's kind of cool. I asked a pothead assistant if he'd go in. And take a look at some of the stuff that's in the members section. Stuff that we kind of forget about gets taken for granted. And so, looks like we did a DGC video breakdown of Brown Guy 420. So, I'll have to check that out. Right on. Yeah. Don't ask me to remember what I did in the past, dude. I mean, it was a while ago. I'm I'm in the same boat. You could ask me. I mean, that's why we had the uh, interview section and the radio going. It's funny. When I click on that DGC radio on the site... 
They're like, hmm, I don't remember this part of, of uh, you know, I'm not going to blame the weed at all that we continuously consume during the show, before the show, and after the show. But anyway. All right, I'm, look, all right. I'm looking at some of the What's news, up? man. Looking at some of the news, why don't we take, uh, uh, we can hit the news, we can hit oh, the news. Oh, it's all here. good, man. I'm just, I'm just pre-looking. This guy looks pissed. Local company, which one? You on my news story, Inventors? Uh oh, what you got? Hmm, I don't know. My news got the. Uh... Oh no, I'm the other one. Whitehall Police here. Whitehall Police is the one I'm on. This was an interesting story. I just wanted to cover real quick. Whitehall Police. This is somewhere in Ohio. Um, arrest man for hauling large load of marijuana, oxycodone from Colorado. And I was like, okay. And this guy. This is the picture of the anger guy in the yellow shirt you're yes. looking at. Well, yeah, he got pulled over, and he had uh, hidden in the flatbed truck transporting horse bedding. He was hiding it in horse bedding. Funny, we covered another story of shit hidden in a bunch of manure because they just figure people don't want to dig in the shit. Right. But I think the, the the gig is up. Like, when they see a truck full of shit, they search for drugs now. But anyway, um, they found 90 packages of marijuana derivatives, known as dabs, <laughs> 300, 357 containers of raw marijuana, Various weights, 21 packages of raw marijuana, 31 packages of fruit edibles, two packages of marijuana suckers, and 176 oxycodone pills. First off, so what this don't dude... keep your fucking pills with your weed, people. Oh, yeah, full on. You're, you're getting to a whole new uh, level of, uh, of shit, basically, combining all that. But then you also, when you uh, combine the uh, 45 caliber high point handgun that was uh, stolen Don't at his residence. Don't keep your guns with your weed, people. <laughs> anyway, this cat did 10 days, and he was out here in Colorado 10 days. This is what I found interesting about this story. Um, and he said he was purchasing, purchasing recreational marijuana from over 100 Colorado dispensaries. He told officers he spent $47,000 and was able to purchase over 350 ounces of marijuana to bring back to Franklin County to sell. He also hit doctor shops well in Colorado to obtain oxycodone to sell with the marijuana. So he didn't like, he just came out and I didn't, I forget that the other markets that are still fairly valuable black market prices, you can literally buy here, wreck and take shit out of state and make money full on. And isn't that crazy? Spent 10 days and spent 47K. The next paragraph's really crazy. Newman is not, I guess this is Newman right here. Newman is not allowed to own firearms because of his criminal past. In 1984, now let's get that straight. That was a long time ago, okay? But uh, Mm -hmm. in 1984, he was convicted of murder in Boonville, Indiana. In that case, he shouted drug informant three times and beat him in the head with a tire iron until he was dead, later dumping a body in a field. See, now that's probably not a crime anymore, though. The court found that the crime was premeditated and sentenced Newman to 50 years in prison. However, he served only 14 years before being released. Dude, you got fucking balls, man. You you have a murder conviction, and when you're out, you decide you're going to start dealing weed and oxycodone? That's a guy that don't give a shit about being free. Yeah. Well, what are you, you going to do, Scotty? We don't need to get into it, but I mean, there are things to do, but yeah, it could be tough out there after jail for 14 years. Yeah, but, but anyway, I, get, I know it is tough out there, but that's not cool. It's not cool to do that, man. I put it this way, no, man. No. I guess you don't give a shit about your freedom very much, man. Well, and yeah, I just thought it was kind of crazy that I didn't, I, I forgot that literally people will come out here and completely abide by Colorado law. 
Rucker, you know, you can only buy so much, I believe, at the dispensaries because the system will track if, uh, if it's working correctly. I believe if I go out right now and buy an ounce of weed, I can't just go to every dispensary and continue to buy ounces of weed because there's limits. No, I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> you can, yeah. <laughs> I think they have different right. – there's different limits on how much you can buy if you're in-state versus out-of-state recreationally. Like you, you can only buy – a. I can't remember the amounts, but I don't know. A lot but, of systems talk to each other. Yeah, though. no, I th- I think it's just each individual dispensary. It's to make it so you couldn't just walk out the door and walk right back in. Sure, and that buy dispensary. More. Yeah, yeah, they, like they, they prob- track it at each one, but each one doesn't communicate with the other who's been in. Right. All right, what the hell is this one, man? This one's goofy uh, as all. Is- oh man. Oh, the the growing local company invents quicker way to grow marijuana. Did they really invent it? It says Tampa Bay is home to a new revolution: gardening without soil, not even sand, gravel, or liquid. (laughs) Okay, me, David Montgomery, and uh, Jeff Lowensfeld all want to come and puke on you, man. All right, it's called. Yeah, basically, uh, I just thought this was interesting because it's a news story out of a local place in Florida that where this guy they're growing in those towers, like a straight tower with a whole bunch of plant sites. Dude, on the tower, they um, just showed the what's up? like total root rotted roots that they were showing. They brown roots they were showing when they lifted them up out of the tower. Yeah, I've seen these tower grow systems work okay. They also say in this news story that um, I think a tower has like 274 right. plant sites, guys, and it looks like it's I don't know 12 feet tall right. or something. That this is an, this this new growing method allows us to grow. Um, Pest-free plants. Wait, and just I, look at right this guy said really that. quick. Does this guy look like a grower or an investor <laughs> to you? That dude's an investor. Regardless, yeah. like, I seen it because they just showed the spot and there was a Mercedes parked out front. This is just the money, dude, that came in and just believe in it. There's a lot the of these different variations of these systems, and I do like them for – uh, leafy greens for something that can just shoot out and think about 274 cannabis plants how the hell are you going to support all as soon as they shoot out and get any flower weight they're just all gonna it's gonna be a mess i mean in my opinion i mean they better not i be guess you could have a certain either i don't have to tag each one of those plants that sounds insane holy shit that would be amazing. i remember i tried that system anyway. for one of the first systems i mean my brother trip maybe tried the amsterdam table method the dutch table method and it was like i remember uh-huh. looking at it, it was like I don't know, like nine plants per square foot. And you just grew just little buds is all you grew or, you know, three quarters of an ounce on each plant in like three or four inch Rockwell cubes. And I was like, there's 960 plants just in this room right here. You know, it's enough to enough to put you away for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Plant count is uh, in consideration. No, 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 way, no, but it's funny. Like these guys, they just try to make this one like they, uh, like these guys are really doing something innovative. They're like the company uses a ten foot tall crop tower. They got the idea from NASA and made it better. Wait, you yeah. saw the big wheel at Indo Expo, right? Yeah, that thing's funny. <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. It was kind of cool. It's like this wheel where the plants turning. You've got like three hundred and sixty plants around a wheel, and it just goes around and, and it like dips two thousand watts of light. It's in the like center a bare bulb thowie in, in the, the middle. center. Yeah, and it, the wheel it goes around and it uh, dips the plants in the nutrient solution as they go through it. But you never get bugs because they get yeah, too you dizzy. Never get bugs. There you go. What the dude? That guy. We need to call that guy, man. He's actually <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I got something I can sell him. Well, before we take a break, I'm going to give a shout-out here to New Millennium. 
Uh, I know I keep telling you, but I am actually about to water the frost again. I'm doing a uh, uh, flush on my three lemon G's right now. Not a flush. Actually, right now I'm at the point, and I'll just bust into what's going on my grow a little bit because I feel we need a little bit more cannabis grow talk right at this exact point. Um, the uh, I'm doing a, a, two or three waterings with canazyme at like seven to eight mils per gallon, like a heavier enzyme hit to break down whatever organic matters left. Maybe there's some nutrient left. And then after that, I'm going to go to two waterings of just plain water and frost from new millennium. That's the product that's going to bring on my trikes and kind of push the plant to ripening mode. Uh, and then just go to plain water for like four days. This whole process takes like two weeks and, uh, it's going to be fabulous. But I do recommend, I, I don't think I did it last time, it is nice to do a cup, in my humble opinion, if you're growing in an enriched soil, do a couple enzyme hits on your media before you're going to go to uh, your, your full, just regular water flush. I still haven't used a uh, flushing agent. I've read a couple intriguing articles about why I should. We've talked about it on the show because if you have a flushing agent, it's going to pull things out of the soil right. quicker. Like it'll catch on. Like I the, thought it locks the them up. Exchange. I thought it locks them up and keeps them from being sucked up. I mean, I just am to the point with the amount of, you know, using recharge and the amount of microbes in my soil, as well as that I do a two-week flushing process and hit them with the enzymes that I don't need another bottle to do this. Um, I do picture maybe some people that want a quicker action. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my bloom booster one more time, even though I'm taking down in five days, and then I'm going to go to my flushing agent and just flush the shit out of them, like where you're kind of more on that production, I guess. But I still don't feel like I need it. I don't. I don't. Don't. Hashtag no, no spill, spill, man. man. I'm trying to think what less is more. What's the other one we're doing? More on, more on, man. Let's put some more. <laughs> Guys, on. New Millennium Nutrients is pretty uh, widely available. Um, so if your hydro store needs to hook up on some, just tell them to check out New Millennium Nutrients, and they'll ship out. And hey, you might even be able to get a pet pack, man. Work your way into a pet pack, which is like their whole program in liters, um, liters, and you'll be good to go. Shout out to Jaron. What's up? Got to get back on the show. Man, if you did want a pet pack or something, just think about it. I can tell, you know, I kind of got the same perspective. Just give them guys a little value. Go on Twitter or something like that or Facebook. Shout them out. Do some commenting. And uh, I know there's some people that don't have a, a bunch of money. I've talked to them. So just give a little value for value, man. You know, companies really seem to like that. Well, who's slinging recharge these days? Uh, you know you what, man? Aqua Serene. It's, that's a, a woman-owned store right there. But uh, at least it's uh, the person who calls me is a woman. And, uh, yeah, very cool place in Seattle. Excellent, excellent. Aqua Serene. I jumped on board, I think, last year with the recharge. And I've uh, been just slinging it, man. Really doing nice work. So thank you so much. Hell, yeah. Well, let's get ready to take a break. I, I, I think we've been, I mean, it's weird chatting for 43. Maybe you guys listening on YouTube could tell us came in pretty hot and high today. Like the beginning of the show, I felt it was a little slow. I didn't have too much growing on. I think you and Guru got a little dabbed out. So I'm doing the three-fourths of the way through the show review. And now it feels like it's all starting to come together a little bit. That's just how I feel. I'm not my own best critic, man. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back, guys. Let's check out some memes. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. Got some grow talk coming up. Cannabis grow talk. Recharge, 
needs inspiration. Recharge is a great innovation. Use it on your plants daily and nightly. Immediate results are more than likely. Put it on your crop. Watch it grow. Buds so healthy, they almost glow. Vigorous growth rates, a yield so ample. More THC than you can handle. Enhance your soil's nutrition. Recharge is like a weed physician. Helping your crops stay fertilized. Making great plants for great herbal eyes. Plus it's organic. Unlike those sprays, you gotta get Recharge. Order today. If there is a problem, Recharge will solve it. Your crop is stale. Let Recharge evolve it. Recharge. Get into lowered expectations. Lowered expectations. Growing. My wife write this one about me or something. What's going on? Growing planes. All right. Is that an inside? I didn't get your inside joke, Scotty. Anyway, growing a blueberry and bag seed in my three by five tent. Wait, three by three by five. So it's three foot by three foot by five Got foot it. tall. I would assume. You know. I always like to verbalize that so I get the get picture it. Anyway, running two Mars 300s, so close to a true 300-watt uh, total. He goes, this is my first time growing, growing in Coco Loco, feeding Psycho Bloom A and B and giving recharge. You know, I'm not against what you got going on there. Just remember um, the, the, got, the basis. light is the, you know, the energy. You know, that's the real energy. So I think that's yeah. your limiting factor there. He goes, temps are mid-80s, humidity around 40. Sounds good. My reason for writing is in is the worry that my blueberry will be a low yielder. The bag seed is shooting up since the flip to 12-12 and filling up with bud sites. Well, the blueberry is healthy and pretty, but the bud sites seem small and it's not stretching much. 26 days of flower. Am I tripping? Uh, I don't know. He could be tripping. Not... It depends on how much he does hallucinogenics. <laughs> that's not up? what I like to see. I like. To, I would like to see them bulking up a lot more than that 28 days of flower. I'd like, I think I'd see that you know, 14 to 21 days, two, two, three weeks in. I would say that's indicative of maybe week two to three right there. Dude, I got baby arms month in flower, <laughs> I just want... No, yeah, they... Just wonder about the life. I agree. There's... This looks to me like two weeks yeah. in the flower is what I would yeah. give, like this picture we got here. Guys, the flowers aren't very developed. Um, and it can be also, of course, you know, there's things that are strain dependent, different strains, different flowers. All of your bag seed flowers out nice enough for you that you think, hey, that was a good harvest. I liked the quality. Uh, and, you know, then maybe it's just an issue with that pheno or that particular plant. And I do agree you you are on the lower end of, you know, what we, we would consider a good quality light source um but those things got popular on on amazon they slung them all yeah it's either outside bones is pretty much saying (laughs) what's he's pretty much just saying with it you know in my experience with cheap leds you're way underpowered around 600 watts would be ideal in that size of a tent with with mars hydro lights and at that point you might as well just be running a 600 hps because it's 600 600 watts 600 watts is 600 watts so yeah a 630 or a 600 HPS is going to be way no better. No way. You got, you got a 3x3 three so three tent. You don't put no 630. 315 in there is what I would do. I'll go with yep. you on that. That would be a money life yep. for that tent. Yep. Uh, so, um, otherwise, uh, yeah, check on the lighting. Finish it out, of course. I mean, it's in there. It's always, unless you got some replacement right away. But 26 days in, you're kind of committed to what you got going on. But the light is the um, energy, though. Yeah. You got to remember that. 100%. 
All right, so let's move on. They're doing some crazy shit with light, man. I was listening to some story the other day with, uh, I mean, I know it's coming, but where they're talking about like where cities would be able to be like full on power sources when the solar films they're developing and like every window will be catching, you know, power. I see Germany has 85% renewable power. They they make 85% of their power by renewable water and windows and shit like that. Yep. And photovoltaics are getting better, like year on year. Right, more they're able to convert more and more sunlight to electricity. Yeah, except for this one we'll ass backwards back. town back to Germany. Germany. Sign something, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'll be welcome. I'm, you know, very German last name. I just said I'm gonna move back there. I never lived there. My ancestors did. I mean, they got. I've never visited. Is it hard to learn German? Geschwessen was und trinken, man. There you go. I can get a glass of water at least. Yeah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, anyway, let's see. D's Fresh Nugs, no-till, explanation point. That's the title here. Hey, dude, Scotty and DDC, how goes it, everybody? I'm new to the show, but I've been growing outdoors for the last two years in five and ten-gallon smart pots. This year, I was lucky enough to get five 100-gallon smart pots from a friend who had extra. Okay, that's the way to go. I hope you can have the room and the privacy to grow freaking beasts. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, anywho... For these pots, my plan is to practice no-till. My question for all of you is, what soil recipes do you use when making your own soil? I know that waiting for my soil to cook might cut into the season a bit, but up here in Maine, we are still playing with 40s at night. So I'm not too worried. Thanks in advance, DGC. Stay spacey. So these fresh nugs, one thing. So no-till means he's going to get these 100-gallon pots. He's going to fill them up with a good soil mix. And he's never going to take that soil out of there. He's just going to plant again in it next season. Yeah, right? and I was looking at this. I was uh, somebody had sent me over a companion planting book. I think it was uh, Less Is More brought me over a companion planting book, and it was really interesting um, talking about uh, uh, no-till. It was talking about how when you do that, you have there's like different root. And Guru, jump in here. There's different root ranges. You know where right. like they were talking about there was something that pulls up maybe it was dandelion that has a really deep tap root so it pulls up nutrients from way deep down you know down into the subsoil some just stay up on like the top of the soil yeah and like they'll have uh i guess when you're doing companion planting everything needs to be non-competing root zones yep that was a big deal yeah where they're they're not competing with each other for root space or nutrients because they're in completely different parts of the ground Yep. Yeah. So it was stuff like that, man. So there was a lot to it. And I mean, there, it was really kind of, there was a lot to it as far as for doing it in containers, you know, because with the different root zones, I don't know about pulling, you know, you might want to do a lot more like green manures and things like that, where you're, you know, cutting. Well, I think they were talking about dandelion. I remember I was looking at dandelion. They were saying you could just cut it and it pulled a lot of nitrogen out from the bottom. Uh, you know, from the uh, the subsoil and brought it up to the soil where you just cut it off and uh, and let it rot. Let the microbes take it back again and recycle it. Well, what I would recommend, you know, looking at filling up, he's 400 gallons of media. Um, so that's a lot of shit. So you, you got to be kind of restricted, obviously, to what's available to you locally uh, because you're not going to ship in. Maybe some of your amendments you could order online, et cetera. <clears throat> but... Um, I'll put, put, I'll put this up to you these fresh nugs, coast of Maine company. It's organic products for healthy plants. Obviously I'm assuming right. they're by you. The company's called coast of Maine. They have a, uh, thing on their site called capitalizing on cannabis. They have a soil mix that is a lobster compost blend. And I've been interested in this myself. I've been talking Scotty's ear off a little bit about, I'm learning more about chitin and chitinese and all that. 
but I'm a full fan of using what's close to you. And they have a few different other products um, as far as they have a little uh, fertilizer and amendments as well. But they have mulches, but and a bunch of, I mean, you might even be able to get it bulk if they're close enough to you and you got a pickup truck. That's your best bet for 400 gallons and then amend it your own ways. And uh, let me know, man. Hit us up if you talk to them because uh, I've been interested in it. The only reason I haven't been able to get that product or talked about it on the show much because it's hard for me to use it because I'm in Denver, you know. I'm not go, oh shit! You got to get everything by like a sure. truck or five pallets to get any hot deals. Yeah, demented, so. ro- demented anyway, rock put up the brown guy recipe, which is you know can- can- Canadian sphagnum peat moss, uh, lava rock. Well, maybe that's prop- what you guys talked about in the members yeah. area. Is it coming back now? Say it again. <laughs> Nothing. Is it coming back to you uh, now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I was, man. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, this is a good soil. Uh, I think that they said that brown guys um, and then also out here in Colorado, Build-A-Soil has a recipe on their site that I think they might be somewhat um, kind of close. They were saying. Yeah, I think it is close. All right. We got two more grow talks. Let's hit them up, man. Finishing outdoors from Bob's barn. I went to a really good party one time at Bob's barn, man. Four kager. Yeah. Um, Bob's beer barn, man. (laughs) Fill up anything with a handle for a buck. I'm a daily listener who needs who is at a crossroads to finish my three plants outdoors. Currently in week eight, and my temps are getting too hot in my barn. And in the comments, he was saying too hot's like 100 degrees. Um, to move them outdoors or not, I'm in Michigan growing in five-gallon hempy buckets. Thanks to Scotty. Uh, and cocoa worm castings, bokashi, uh, waste composted by my worm farm. Boost with Mendocino line. All right. I like it. Digging. I dig in on the worm. We got a vermi compost question coming up, which is just a fancy way to say worm juice. Don't want to freak them out either way. Thanks for the advice. So going from Bob's barn to outside Bob's barn, um, man, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, I have very little experience outdoors at all, but I mean, I just would think that if you can get them where, if you can move them outdoors and, um, I don't know what. So these were grown. We don't really know what they were grown with, as far as you know. They they're grown indoors under lights. What their lighting was, right? You know, six thirty or a thousand watt or something. Yeah, and I don't know. I have no <laughs> no experience with that. I would say. I mean, basically, the light cycle, of course, is of importance. He's only dealing with three plants. So, I mean, granted, three plants can be three forty gallon plants. We don't know that either, but. Right. You're going to have to move them in and out, and maybe if you have a spot of your barn or more of a private area, if that matters, um, where they don't have to get the 12 hours of sun. Just if you got an area where they get a good, you know, five to six hours of good sun and the rest of it's kind of shaded or whatever, that'll work as right. well. Nice. Um, but break them in, right? You know, break them into the sun as far as if you just set them out in a spot that in your field or whatever that gets full on the 12 hours, they're going to get a little sun bleached. I think you might even get a little, I don't know if I want to say flower damage, but they're not used to seeing that intense of a light. Yeah, Less is More so. actually says something about that with the UV. He actually says if you're going to move them in and out of the sun in order to maintain photo period, then hell yeah, outside's the way to go. But he says, remember, morning sun is higher UV bombardment and faster photosynthesis. Um, also, the last few hours in the I evening never of going to do much for them. So, bringing them into the dark before the late afternoon or in the late afternoon would be the way to go. Kind of interesting. Very good advice. Yeah. Also, if you got a barn, so I'm assuming it's you know not just in a neighborhood or whatever. If you got deers up around there or other type of you know mammals that might mess with your plant, deer will happily eat cannabis, to my knowledge. I don't know what else happily eats it, but 
try and protect them if you're not going to be around. I don't know if you can build a little, you know, super easy chicken wire thing, just something to wrap around them. But you got to do something to keep. Uh, that would really suck to come back. And the deer aren't doing it to get high. You can always surround wherever you're putting them with blood meal. Because to the deer, when oh, they really? come around, it smells like there's, like, deer genocide going yeah, on. It sure does. <laughs> what about uh, anything else from, like, the Bass Pro Shops? Where can we get some, like, wolf piss or something? something you know? Oh, you can get predator there. piss. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe yourself, even. I've heard that, I mean, if you got to take a whiz while you're by your plants, I mean, mark all your shit out, maybe that'll help deter them, too. I don't know if dropping a deuce would be good as well. But... <laughs> that man make sure the animals know that's your territory man, I never wanted to not smoke <laughs> your weed before now all right anyway uh good luck and i would recommend doing it eye up your trikes make sure you're you're not ready to go you said you're week eight so you're getting close to if you got one third amber trichomes right. and that maybe you're like oh shit actually I'll, I'll take them right now you know maybe it's a day or two early but check those as well heck yeah but i don't think moving it in for a week or two is too much work to keep a nice ripe product all right, vermicompost from Teeth Are Outside Bones. Crack. And he's got, how can I get the most out of vermicompost tea in my cannabis and vegetable garden? I made a worm compost bin out of a 10-gallon storage container and had an inverted lid on the bottom to catch all the tea that leaks out. I've just been mixing the crap out of the tea with a gallon of water and feeding my vegetables. What can I do to get full benefit of this nutrient-rich liquid? My first thing when I see these, because I've never done a worm compost bin, this method, they got a diagram here, guys, on the post, um, shows your typical, like, you know, the top storage bins that people can get from wherever for dirt cheap. Do we have anything to worry about that plastic degrading down or affecting, like, the worms or anything? Yeah, or, did they know, say that the worms, they found out some kind of worm could degrade plastic? It's good, man. It's good. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I don't think so. I think the worms would be a canary in the coal mine that would tell you there was a problem. Oh, very good analogy there. Canary in the coal mine. Well, uh, you know, we had a good comment, some good comments on this one. I'll touch on Dankosaurus Rex. Um, just gave like a quick breakdown. He goes, do not use it if it smells bad. Pour it out somewhere there's not plants. Put it on a driveway, put, pour it in some rocks. Just if it smells bad, it's not good. Um, dilute it. His general dilution rate is 10 to 1. 10 parts water to 1 part liché. Liché? Liché? Is that good? Liché? Uh, aerate it with a pump of available. What's aerating the pump? That's like activating. It's like causing the microbes to breed or something. Or what? I is mean, that you're just putting a bunch of of oxygen in or, or air really into into the solution. So yeah, if the, whatever microbes are there are going to be able to. Uh, there's going to be a lot of microbes there actually, and they're they're going to be able to uh, live a little bit longer. You know, it's supposed to be able to breathe in in uh, you know like being in soil. They're not sitting, you know, suspended in water. It's a pretty big difference, you know. Carve out a little hole for yourself. That's what microbes, they breathe, they burp, they they go to the bathroom, they fart, and all that stuff makes space, you know, makes air in the soil. You know, makes pores in the soil. Interesting. Well, uh, also goes on and says, use it outdoors on shrubs, ornamentals, or flowering plants only. Do not, in all caps, use it on plants you intend to eat. And what is up with that? That's, kind of... that's because of the E. coli and listeria threat, and that it's not really a sterile. What is it? Guru, everything has to be thermophilically composted to, to, to be on food crops. Yeah, to to make sure that all the like bad guys are out of there and seeds are destroyed. And what's that? That, you, that so you have to use some kind of a heat process for that. Well, yeah, that's what the thermophilic. That's hot composting. Sure. So what, what I'm saying is then, uh, so then. 
earthworm castings. Is that why you don't really see them in the store? Like the leachate in the store very much? Like it doesn't store very well, I would imagine. I think that's really, it's like generally it's fine to use. It's when something goes uh, anaerobic. Right. That the E. coli or whatever can start, or listeria can. And that usually does smell. You can usually use your nose for that. And if it smells like... uh, like the bathroom at a rock concert, man. You know, they, they, it's gone gone wrong. <laughs> gone wrong. Yes, sir. It's gone I'll off. They'll use it like the bathroom, the bathroom at a super Walmart's my analogy. Yeah, there you go. All right. Or like the bathroom at a campsite, yeah. really. That's, that's just when I broke it down to my son. You gotta, yeah, it's kind of frightening for a kid when they got to go into that pit <laughs> toilet, that they call them. <laughs> it's like, dude. No, they ain't going. Wait. <laughs> Wait till you have to go real bad. So just efficient. <laughs> toilet. Oh, that scares anyway. the hell out of me, and I'm forty, man. To hell. Oh shit. Well, I will talk really quick here. Not really quick, but we're about to wrap it up. What's going on in my grow? But before I do, what's a shout out for your event? We're getting close to hanging. Uh, you're going to be at the New Belgium, January fourth yeah, and Fort New Collins. Belgium Brewery over. We got a room over at New Belgium Brewery from <clears> five to seven. That's in Fort Collins. I just talked to the Mammoth guys. They're going to show up uh, from Grosentia. Um, trying to think who else, man. Talk to Kingston's going to bring a bunch of folks, man. Just uh, yeah, it should be really fun, man. Uh, way to grow. I was talking to the Way to Grow guys. They should be showing up. Uh, so definitely looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, have some good conversation out there. Yeah, I am. I'm, I would love to hang. You're gonna have to record it for you me. You know what? The next day, if you're in Denver. On the 5th, I know he's doing something. What's it called? The Tattered Cover or something like that? Oh, yeah. Tattered Covered Bookstore. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got something in Denver where he's going to be at as well. So, But I think that's just okay. going to be more cool. like a book signing kind of thing. Cool. We be hanging. We be yeah. hanging. What's going on in my grow? Just a couple quick things. Is uh, I am and have uh, gotten a hold of a, a company here. In uh, Washington, I learned of this com- only company actually in the United States that does uh, achitis and extract from uh, shellfish because I guess like a lot of other industries in a nutshell, he's like, we do a, a closed loop system. We're environmentally responsible where because when I was searching for chitosin and chitin liquid forms, this and that, I was pulling up all these Isn't crazy chitin? Chinese websites. Chitosin? Sh- chitin, 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 chitin and chitosin. Uh, anyway, they... Uh, they're the only ones that do it here, and because over in the other areas, there's a lot of bad runoff in the process if it's not done responsibly. But regardless, um, they, they have a, a product that they do for gardeners, and it's kind of – this is a big company, and they're really interested in the ag industry and already have a product for it. But there's it's on the forefront of learning a lot. They're not positive. I told them about my – why did uh, whatever was in here? I could be tricked with what was in the tanlin and it's something else, but it says contains chitin kick the hell out of my fungus gnats. He's like, I'm not exactly sure, but I can tell you we've seen it do this. They've seen, this is a really interesting one real quick, is the uh, the U.S. Forest Service really likes their chitin product because it ups the resin, or I'm calling it resin, sap production in the trees, which more sap production will help prevent beetle infestations, which has been a hugely important area of concern. And he did, they also have products in the cannabis, or the same people using it in the cannabis industry, and they're doing the same thing we've talked about on the show. Systemic acquired response, increased resin production, healthier plant, because the plant thinks it's being attacked, that kind of thing. So, I don't know, this product's just, or this, this subject matter has sparked my interest. I'm going back in the days when... Uh, when Scotty was dabbling in your your research on uh, recharge development, I just dabbed a second ago, <laughs> man. 
I was talking so much, like, we might as well just have a dad. <laughs> um, other than that, man, I guess I'll make a note for next show. We'll, we'll do a little tease for a very interesting subject I found on gardening know-how. Yeah, what you got? Do- dog waste and compost. Why you should avoid composting dog waste. But some sites talk about, because I was just cleaning up after my dog the other day, and I was like, hmm, we always talk about using worm shit, chicken shit. I got this booze blend, vert composted cow manure. I guarantee manure. it's all what you're you know. feeding them, man. You know, if you're feeding your dog's juices I'll look and into berries. It. I'll look into it. I'm pretty sure it's because their diet is too high in protein. That their, uh, their manure isn't super nutritionally. It doesn't have a high nutritional value, and it's not good for the compost pile. See, I told you that, man. That's why I keep Guru around, <laughs> man. All nice. Right. Well, let's get ready to put it in the bag, hey, guys. Check it all out. And I was going to tell you real quick, for my grow, I'm thinking about adding, because I'm doing the greenhouse grow now, a wood chipper. I'm kind of convinced that taking taking everything and mulching it down in a wood chipper uh, is the way to go. That's that one. Uh, there was a, I started watching some YouTube videos last night from the. Oh, did you find the guy that that's his whole gardening yep, method? He's the yep, wood chip. I like he comes on right, right after <laughs> one straw revolution. The next video that comes on is the wood chip guy. It's, it's the, the wood, wood chip, wood chip. Garden of Eden. Yeah, is you, the wood chip guy. You got to get lazier. I like that man. I like that. Well, where are you where are you going to get your wood from? Are you just going to go chip? Chip some shit for free for people every once in a while and blast it in the back of your WRX. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, the, that is cool. And uh, we will wrap it up, guys. Check it all out at the site, dudegrows.com, or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for you guys contributing on YouTube. And let's do some shout outs. Yeah, man. Let's do it. What you got? Organic Amber, guys. These are meme, meme creators. Members appreciate it. McConaughey, eight forty. Yeah, <laughs> Dougie Fresh Buds, six minutes. Doug, <laughs> uh, Basement Dweller, TFS, and Vet Eleven B. I guess. Toget six one three and Weedheimer Willie. I like that. The Dutch. Uh, don't make me sue you when I have my cologne come out. Med THC Ontario. And there's Dougie Fresh Buds again. You got LNF Garden. These are our real DGC producers, man. The folks that make it happen, man. Parallelism and chubby nuts. It's got to be parlayism, man. It's got to be the uh, act of parlaying, man. Parallelism would definitely. Uh, <laughs> roll on. Roll on. That's what I'm here for. Hey, come on. Don't forget. Don't forget Dirt Man Dan. Last guy. Last guy, man. Executive producer. Alright guys, we're out of here Hope the show is well Maybe we'll be less high next show, I don't know Take it easy, stay high <laughs> Take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah, we get happy for noon And with the boss fans is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on it's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on it's just weird, it's just weird, I like to smoke it all day long, yeah!
Just look at how he's being paid.